We are live with another episode of Comic Talk. Uh, today is February 17th. And for those of you who don't know, that is a Thursday. And for those of you who don't know even more stuff, new DC comics are released on Tuesdays. New Marvel and indie comics are released on Wednesdays. And we're here on a Thursday here to talk about this week's releases of comics. If you are seeing our faces, you are seeing us live streaming. That is uh, live stream to volume.com slash The King Show. We're streaming to twitch.tv slash The King Show. And then also to YouTube and also to Facebook. So if you can see our faces, you already know. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. And uh, we got two guests two guests that uh, have been on the show multiple times before, and they're here to help me talk about this week's releases of comics. First up, we got Michael Mead. What's up, Michael? How's it going? Hey, man. I'm just going fantastically well. Thank you again for inviting me. I'm always a pleasure to have on. Thank you. Yeah, it's always great having you. And uh, I just realized that um, any any uh, uh, questions that I ask you guys, I haven't necessarily cleared with you guys. As far as... Ooh. Like, I try to come up with, like, a, a, a topical prompt that has to do with comics for the time of year. So I'm going to figure that out, and I'm going to get back to you. So so hang tight. I'm on the edge of my seat. All right. Uh, we also got Kyle Dodson. Again, if you're, if you're live streaming us, you can see everybody's lovely faces. If you are listening to the podcast, you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. We got Kyle Dodson here. Kyle, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. It's always I, fun to do. It is always fun to have you guys. Um, and Kyle, I love your background. Oh, thank you. I do. I, I got to say that being said, for anyone not watching the live stream and they're watching the podcast, they're like, what background? What's in the back? Um, you want to explain? Explain this very nuanced it, choice. It, uh, it's, it, is you know. the, <laughs> it is the Batman the Animated Series Gotham Cityscape with like a, a bat signal that probably doesn't isn't isn't correct because it's just like shining <laughs> shining like flat against the sky not yeah. really up in the sky like if there's cool. a big vertical plateau mesa like a wall that you could like do like outdoor theater experiences on if if, with gotham, a projector. if gotham was the city in the truman show they could right. do yeah like perfect right, project the like. signal on the back i get perfect. it perfect i get it um but people who are not watching the live stream live, uh, again, this is a Thursday, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern show that we live stream um, for anyone who wants to tune in. Um, they can see everybody's wonderful faces and their backgrounds. You know, mine's nondescript. It's just a bunch of comics in the back. And then Michael, I, I swear, do you feather dust your background every single before every show? Like, it's I do. I move, I move things slightly off every time to see if anyone notices. Oh. <laughs> yeah, um, every time. I noticed that Hedwig is exactly right on top of the Green Lantern. Yes, thank you. Yeah, he was slightly off the Green Lantern last time, so thank you for noticing. I appreciate it. I noticed that. I noticed that. Um, uh, I want to talk about comics with you guys. That's what I got. uh, Yes, please. You know, uh, on the docket now. but well, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna borrow something. Even though Valentine's Day has passed, I asked the previous people. what their favorite, uh, what their favorite uh, partnership or romance or shipping or anything in comic books is? Out of uh, two characters, three, if you really want to. I mean, if we're talking <laughs> Scandal, Savage, Knockout, and that other redheaded girl, they're in a thruple. We're talking uh, Secret Six. There's uh, multiple thruples in the Marvel universe. That's good. Are there okay. actual canon thruples in the in the Marvel universe? 
I mean, it's super implied, right? Right now, like they haven't officially come out and say <laughs> it. It's uh, Gene and Logan and Cyclops, right? Okay. That's, okay. That's a thing right now. Like it's pretty obvious. I they make it pretty obvious, but they haven't like they haven't officially said anything about that yet. Yeah, it also depends on what's the terminology of a thruple. Like, do does it have to be a pure triangle or can it be like a a V where you know, not all sides are connected, but they all are focused towards one person. I don't know. I don't know what a... Very true. I mean, and, and Logan, Logan's in the middle of that V, right? <laughs> of course, Logan is. I get, I get where people are coming from. I get where people are coming from. I think my personal thing is that Gene, or that Scott and Wolverine both share Gene, but they don't, they can, they do it with each other, but not with each other. You get what I'm saying? Of course, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, so they, 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 you know, they're cool like with being in the same room, it. the same area, the same woman, but not with each other. But that's just, just that's just what I'm just happy. They're happy being together as long now. as they're it's, happy. That's all they that are happy. I, I, you can see. That. I feel like they're they like, are. Yeah, growing like, out for sure. They're hardcore growing out. I can. They're hardcore. Agree. Like, like, yeah, they're hardcore growing out. So I don't know because I also think that Scott has Emma on the side as well. So is that, so is that a polycule? Is that a polycule? Is that what that I think is? you're I think you're right, Dimitri, because like when they first like one of the bigger hints, right, was their was their bedroom scenario, yeah. right? A long time ago. Right. And Gene has the middle one and Scott yeah. and Logan have two connecting ones. Yeah. But I would think that if Gene and Scott were like together together, they would share one. No, I think it's because Emma is also in there and will visit yeah. Scott on occasions. Yeah. So there you go. I think you're I think you're hundred percent correct. That, that's what I think. And also it's not like uh yeah, like Wolverine and Scott have adjoining bedrooms to Gene, but I don't think yeah. they have like an underground tunnel to each other. So, uh, <laughs> no, no. So it's not. like, I think the focus is Gene. You know, they don't have a bat cave to each other, like their own yeah. like, moon cave. You know, or, or like a two, grotto, like a moon grotto. A um, little bit. Oh, okay. Oh, I think I just made it super romantic. I go the yeah. exact opposite of where you were going yeah. for. <laughs> uh, what, do we have Do we have any answers of what our favorite relationships are? <laughs> as we go on this side tangent of like hey Sorry, or, that's, but that's the beauty, beauty of comics man it's the side yeah. tangents yeah, yeah yeah i i think i like this is gonna sound like super classic and cliche i do like the the dick grace and barbara gordon it's not classic i mean that's classic but it's not cliche it's amazing yeah i like that better than dick grayson and starfire or yeah when they try and make barbara gordon in love with like any other bat family member it's just weird to me yeah. that being said i found out re recently yes michael is pointing to a picture in his background of wait of who i can't i see is just red Starfire? hair yeah i just see red hair tell. and i can't there's tell. a glare it is Starfire? oh you're a bigger starfire nightwing fan than you are a barbara nightwing fan if i could turn my camera around it's literally i have a wall of artist commission work of nightwing and Starfire. <laughs> this is the oh. smallest one. Yeah, I I like Barbara Gordon and, and Dick Grayson. I do, and it makes sense. I don't fight it. I don't fight that one. It's fine. But my preferred one is this one, yes. We're, we're the exact opposite, because I don't mind the Starfire one. I just prefer the Barbara Gordon. Yeah. I um, like it. But you know what? We're both, we're we're still a team. We love Nightwing. So that's, yeah. that's fun. Nightwing is the common common denominator there. I, like I, I was brown. recently doing some like, just some like random shipping. I did a, tick, a series of TikTok videos, just kind of writing my own stuff. Um, uh, like I did a little Legion of Doom holiday special 
I don't know. I, I like wrote my own holiday anthology for DC. So if DC wants to like go through my TikToks and copy <laughs> these stories, I literally wrote like eight <laughs> stories for a Legion of Doom holiday special. Tis the Legion for the season is what I called it. And uh, DC did you do this on TikToks? Yeah, did I did. Yeah, I remember those. Those were good, man. I like oh yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought they were cool because I, I was yeah, like, how good. would I separate the Legion, the Legion of all people, into holiday? Christmas kind of stories. Um, but I did one for Halloween and whatever. What I'm trying to get to is now that Tim Drake is exploring uh, 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 his relationship with, I forget what's his name, um, that the normie. I don't need to remember him because normies yeah. don't stay for very long. You know, the red well, shirt. Not true. Instead, like, uh, was it uh, North Star's husband? He doesn't have any powers Kyle. at all. Yeah, that's Kyle, true. Thank but you. also, he's, he's been around for a while. They're under a microscope. Like they can't get rid of Kyle. It's I guess not you're right. Good yeah, for yeah. Optics. He's the, um, he's, he's the example. But with Tim, Tim, Op, Steph has been Stephanie Brown has been you know without a a anyone. And so I was like, okay, what about Duke and Stephanie? Yeah. Are they the same age? But I I think Duke is older. And what I just found out is that Duke and Barbara dated. I didn't know that. When when in the Batgirl comic. I no, that wasn't up. Duke. That wasn't Duke. That was um. Is that, that was, not? Uh, that's Somebody Luke. Said it was Duke. That's that's Luke. Um. You're Luke right. Fox. Fox. That's Luke You're Fox. right. Also, yeah. it rhymes. Why do their Why do their <laughs> names rhyme? Okay. Their names are literally one letter off. Because Duke is way too young. Duke's Duke way too is young. young. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's it's why Luke Fox. When, when 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 he was Batwing. Yeah. Yeah. So Luke. Okay. So never mind. There goes my whole thing. Uh, I just got Duke and Luke mixed up. And I think that's DC's fault. Uh, I agree. It is. Yeah, it's I don't DC's know why they would name them so close yep. together. Also, if, like if, the, if the Robins were like Tim and Jim. Luke, I'd love how many, has to how be many a Jim foxes Robin. are there? There's, are there three Jim male Gordon foxes? Is in a Robin costume? There, I don't there's, think there's three. There's Luke Fox. Isn't yeah, there Tim Fox? I don't know. I know there's And, is, and then who's, who's Batman right now? That's uh, Jace. Jace. Yeah, I think he. Tim, I think I think he was Tim. I think he changed his name. Oh, that that's who I'm. Okay, so yeah, he was born. And then, then he also Fox, has a daughter. And then, and then he, he also has a daughter. Lucius Fox also has yeah. a daughter too. Luke, yeah. Tiffany, and Luke, Tiffany. Oh, there's a couple of siblings. Luke, Tiffany, Tam. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke, Tiffany, Tam, and then Jace, who's Tim. It's four, it, uh, two sisters, two brothers, children yes. of Luke Fox. or Because in the Red Robin comic before the New 52, one of the uh, Lucius, one of the Fox daughters was like having a, a thing with, with Tim for a second too. Mm, mm, yeah. And I think they need to explore is, that. If the Fox is are Lucius like, Fox ever home? Because he's just always <laughs> at Batman's beck and call. And I would be like, oh, maybe he doesn't have a family. And then suddenly he has like <laughs> to get family. Yeah. He got busy. But he's, like he's a kids, very determined man. So he doesn't need That's to. True. You know. Yeah. And he's older. That's true. Yeah. Um, okay. They still so have like birthdays and stuff. <laughs> That's true. That's like, <laughs> it's, but it's like when it's revealed that Amanda Waller has kids. It's kind of like yeah. that. It's like yeah. Amanda Waller has kids. She's all just always like, when does she have time for kids? They were part of the mission. Yeah, they were part of the mission. Yeah, they. She's like, she's on the computer and like they threatening Task Force X, and they pan over and her kids are like playing video games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
do you guys are those guys who are just your favorite? It's just Nightwing centric. It's either Nightwing or, and Barbara and Nightwing and Starfire. Out of I couples. Guess. Out of couples. Because we can get done with this real quick if that's. The I goal. have a I have a few uh, if you want to go into it. Shoot sure. them. Shoot 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 some out and we can move on to our pick of the week. I like Jamie Maddox and Lila Miller. Okay. Yeah, like okay. when they were like when they grew her up and they were together. Yeah, of course. That was fun. Of course. Um, I like the whole time travel aspect and sure always knowing like this is where she was going to end up. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I like I liked I like that one a lot. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, I like Zatanna and Constantine. I like that kind of like back and forth. How they're actually never together, but like you want them to be. You know, like they, they can't actually be together because they're too toxic for each other. Like John's yeah. almost too toxic. Yeah. Um, Zatanna, like the kind of thing, like, I don't like Zatanna and Constantine. I think he's too bad. He's too bad. Oh, totally. I agree. I completely no. agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like but it. yes, it is interesting. I like it. Yeah. We were talking about that in the pre- in uh, most recent episode of the Keeg Live. We we're talking about best and worst romances in in fiction. Just talking about how like sometimes there are relationships that are bad, but you like to see it together because it's interesting. And in real life, maybe you don't want to see that happen because in real life, toxic people are toxic. But in fiction, sometimes you put Constantine and Zatanna and you just see what happens. I also love the power couple of Storm and T'Challa. Like, I, yeah. I love that. That's just like, how do you not like bow down to them every time like, they're in a room? Like just yeah. a goddess and a literal king, you know, like right. this is the power couple of them is, is fantastic. Yeah. like. I, in the Marvel universe, that would all that would be only the only thing tabloids would talk about. Like I that know, would right. be like because right. that's like the it couple. You have to right. report on them. Dare I say? Dare yeah. I say? It would be like Beyonce and Jay Z if Jay Z was better. Was cool. Was cool. <laughs> that's, that's what you're gonna say. I don't uh, know why. It's so weird. Like Jay Z, um, he's funny. So, someone in my family, I won't name names, once said. She said why is Beyonce with Jay-Z like wouldn't like Barack Obama make more sense but if you Mm. think about like black Mm. icons um I think like that's the case but life doesn't have to be that way in real life Marvel just chose that for Black Panther and Storm that's kind of why I don't like it I just don't like the big two icons and they're like who are we gonna pair and they're like okay you know now I, I don't know I could be wrong about this I also thought that I don't know I, I thought at first it was just because they Marvel's getting lazy and like, oh, let's put the two big black prominent tech characters together, right? Yeah. That was the thing. Um, but I don't know, the more they wrote them together and their stories evolved from that, I I, I like them together and I like their stories and it makes work. It works for me at least. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. um, but, they put good writers on it. Like Reggie yeah. Hudlin's Reggie Hudlin's run on Black Panther was good. I liked it. I agree. It made sense. I agree. Yeah. But I, I, it was an editorial decision. Right. I, I I do like that it's not siloed where it's like, well, Storm has to marry someone from the X Men. You right. know, it's like, no, I like it at least too. jettisons yeah. out a little bit into the, like, makes it seem like more of a universe. Some because sometimes they get very siloed, especially. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree, Kyle. I love when they when the, when an X Men character ventures off into the yeah. into the world and <laughs> yeah, see who they yeah. can find. You know, like I I completely agree. I like that. I just I just came up with a better pairing for Storm that would have been just as left field but worked better. Uh, Storm and Blade. They would have hunted vampires together. They both have a history with vampires. They do. 
What happens when a vampire gets struck by lightning? <laughs> We're gonna find out. Like, okay, I, they would make a great vampire hunting. I don't know, man. Like Blade, could Blade be with anybody? Like his his attitude and his he's very mission centered. It's not Wesley Snipes. Like, no, I mean, have you been reading like it, current Blade? Like he's he's very Wesley Snipes. Like the current Blade. Like, yeah, especially. but you know he he can put time aside for romance. For his, I think. No, his his of course for romance. But you yeah. see him having a long-term relationship. Like, Storm is a woman that deserves long-term committed relationship. And, right. Storm and deserves like, the best. Of course. Storm you, deserves see Blade a whole doing planet that. to rule over. Oh, wait. She has oh, wait. <laughs> She's got it. She's yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. This is the culmination. This just makes sense. Yeah. Right? This is all coming together. Uh, like, but before we move on to picks of the week, somebody, uh, people are people on TikTok are saying, essentially, that, like, once X-Men get released into the MCU, like, like the whole balance of power shifts. Like, the queen of Marvel Comics, the queen of Marvel Comics is Storm. It's not Invisible sure. Woman. It's not Wanda in the comics. It's, it's like, it's not Captain Marvel. It's Storm in the comics. So once Storm reaches the MCU, like, the queen of the MCU right now is Wanda, I think. Or Captain Marvel. Like, one of the two. But they don't hey, get Wanda, much play. Yeah. They're not getting much play. But the point being is that, like, Storm. Storm's the queen. That's it. Yeah. You know? I have no notes. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to pick of the week because uh, I don't want to uh, waste too much time. Um, unless, Kyle, you had something to say about love? No. It's fine. <laughs> I would say, I, I feel like, I feel like uh, a lot of people like Lois Lane and Superman, but I feel yeah. like Lois Lane's mean to clark and superman like i feel like it she's mean. It it's, it's about yeah. time she is like look back at the old my, that, my well, girlfriend Lois lane and how mean superman was oh, her yeah. literal decades yeah. it's about time it's only also fair. also if you take it from the view of not knowing clark kent is superman he's i mean uh, i'm sorry guys he's classic mediocre white man like, Wait, like clark kent is superman how did you get this far as a reporter you know what i mean you're bumbling yeah. you're an idiot like do, is your mom like rich like where Here, the, like how did you get this job clark uh, here's the here's the thing i do like about the bumbling part of clark kent that they don't yeah. write well is like i like when he's clumsy to cover up something like he trips and then like is like able to use his like laser vision while he's tripping and no one notices to like do something <laughs> Or like to take focus off whatever. Like I like when he uses it, or they're like, "Oh, there goes Clark pulling doors off the hinges again, or whatever." But <laughs> oh, like, <yeah. laughs> but like when they just write him to just be an idiot for no reason, I was like, "Oh, okay." What are you doing? He's trying to blend in. Yeah, He's trying to blend in. I get that, and there's different interpretations of Clark, just like there's I, I different interpretations guys, of like. Yeah, it's... Why you know? does he need to be silly like that? I don't know. Like he can just be a normal dude. <laughs> I'm good at my job. It's good as like, a job. Know, Clark Kent I don't know here. anything about football. It's like you could pretend. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Try to blend in a little more, but you know, like, come on, man. Um, I want to know what your guys' picks of the weeks are. Um, and keep in mind, I got uh, I got the uh, these covers queued up, so I will show. The, the pictures. Sorry, I'm talking weirdly and whatever. I'm listening to a couple different things right now. Anyway, um, 
another Michael. podcast. It's the old classic like like sitcom thing where it's like the husband is like at the anniversary, but like he's listening to the sports radio or something. Uh, no, I'm 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 listening to the audio on our end. But um, I want to know what your guys' picks of the weeks are. What's uh, a lot of stuff came out this week, um, though still seems like a little bit. It seems lesser than other weeks, but then again, maybe I'm just saying that. I don't know anymore. I don't I know. It, a smaller it, week. it did, yeah, it did feel a little lighter. Um, I mean, I I think my pick of the week, and I think this was the last time I was on, but it's just so good, is just Nightwing. Like, Nightwing's yeah. been so good lately. Um, and I liked the, the kind of flashback story about uh, Nightwing and Batman uh, finding, is it John Kent? Is that? Yeah, it's John. I, can, I can't remember. I don't, I don't like when superheroes have kids. Um, totally but fair. despite that... Despite Only that, wards. Uh, no kids, just yeah, wards. Yeah. Just just find children. Don't, <laughs> just, don't have children. Just take them in. <laughs> That's uh, how they but yeah, no, I, I liked that story and then how it like sort of connected and, or not sort of, but did connect to now now John's grown up and, you know, Nightwing's helping him, in, you know, be Superman and help him solve this, this crime. Um, I, I really liked it. I, I agree with Kyle. Like that was the, this issue was first off, yes, I agree with you again that the whole series has just been phenomenal ever since uh, Tom Taylor took over yeah. and the attitude of what they're doing with Nightwing to Grayson and his supporting cast and giving him a whole new set of villains and it's really really cool. Um, and then Bruno Redondo's art on this it just blows me away every time. And yeah, yeah I, I I'm gonna have to agree, Kyle. Mine will. I I hate to be on brand here, but like uh. I, I was literally the entire time trying to think of something that I really enjoyed more, but I think Nightwing issue this week was first off just personally one of my favorites, but also I think probably was the better comic this week out of everything. And I mean, it was very close, but I think Nightwing, just the message it was trying to send, it just feels good. It's a comic that you feel good reading, which yeah. I really enjoyed. And, and yeah. any other comic like this, like where they're kind of setting up part one or like they're setting up a, a thing and then at the end it was like just part one of two and i was like oh that feels good because it didn't feel like it's just filler to get to the mystery mm, like there's yeah, yeah. you know like where they kind of just will stretch it out you know if it was like part one of six i'd have been like oh okay but like it's gonna be pretty much wrapped up next month or whatever yeah and i like i liked it didn't feel so like sometimes that Marvel, when they're about to like tie into something, right. The story seems to just drop off to fit in the mm-hmm. tie in. Right. This one very much welded into the, the, the next issue. So that mm-hmm. one the issue before translated very well into the next, this, this one. So it didn't feel very cut out, even though it was a very planned crossover between mm-hmm. them. Um, yeah. And I like the whole setup. Yeah. Cause you don't really know what's going on until like the very end. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is very, very cool. You think it was just going to start out with them together. No, they right. do backstory. They do char- character development between them. The whole scene with, uh, I, think, I can never pronounce his name. Superman's robot. That scene was oh, Kellex. great. Kellex, thank you. That scene was crazy good. Yeah. And you know, like <laughs> you you dropped your baton at increasing speed or something. Yeah, exactly. He yeah. So he's just the petting the, Barbara's like, I mean, there's a robot petting our dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. sorry. So good. So good. And uh, Michael, you did a um, you did a TikTok on on Nightwing's Batman pajamas, right? Yeah, I mean that just makes sense. Of course, yeah. you would wear Batman pajamas. Of course. Yeah. And then, yeah, but again, back to Bruno Redondo. Like that's that's the artistic choice at this point. And then giving Barbara Gordon like all his like, Dick Grayson band shirts, right? All of them have to do with Dick Grayson in some way. And really? just made Teen Titans go. 
They just made what two was... times go DC canon. Like she has a shirt now. It exists in the DC. Oh, store. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't notice yeah. her. I didn't notice her shirt. Always look at her shirts. Her shirts are different every uh, every issue, and they have something to do with Dick Grayson. Bruno Redondo is one of the best artists working right now. Do you guys agree or disagree? Oh, I agree. Yeah, he was he was just on like the top list of 2021. At the end of the oh. day, he was on the like the, the top 50 list. Our comic hey. artists. Hey, who are, who just... are your guys' tops? Oh, sorry, Kyle. What were you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say like the the thing I really like about him is like what Michael was saying about like his attention to detail and like things within the scene yeah. and like tying it back in and kind of you know it's not just there for the sake of it being there like you know it could be easy to just oh she has a Teen Titans Go shirt on great but like the fact that her T-shirts are consistently have something to do with Dick Grayson yeah. is fun um, but then also just like the composition of his scenes like uh, in you know previous ones it, it kind of um, you know, it'll tell a story if it's a big splash page, but like even just the smaller scenes of just like the the angles he chooses are just just interesting and like work with yeah. the story versus just kind of it being a flat. It could easily be like flat, like here's they're in bed and here's the robot, but like the way yeah. it's composed is great. Yeah, but the thing right. is, like even even his like his flat work flat, exactly. Right? The last one of the last issues was an all. If you take out all the pages and line them up, it's one big yeah panel like he was playing around with that and i like usually i like i'm not a huge fan of something like that like I mean, they've tried that before in like older comics and it doesn't i don't think in my opinion works very well this one it did it worked very yeah. very well the story just continues through this ongoing panel and I, it's, it was so such a cool idea obviously you you shouldn't do that for every issue but like right every so often this was, it was a cool experiment and i really liked it yeah it's it's clear he's having fun he's not like just like oh i have to also draw this this month you know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, Redondo and Chichetto are like my two ones that like come to mind. Marco, yeah, Marco Chichetto, the Daredevil artist. Yeah, yeah, really, really yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, Jorge Jimenez for me. If I'm going to choose another artist, Jorge Jimenez. Uh, what did Jimenez do recently? I know uh, he did he's been on, he's been on Batman for a while. He was doing uh, the Joker War. He did. Oh, he, um, he was the one who did Fear State, right? Did Fear State. He did. The Super only good Sons. thing about Fear State was like the art. The art was great. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Jorge Jimenez is one of my favorite artists. He, he, he did Super Sons. He's the one that introduced to do Super Sons. And then I found him on Earth 2, uh, the Earth 2 comic a long time ago. Ridiculously good. I love, yeah, he's yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so both of you guys are both of you guys are picking Nightwing 89. And that's fair. That's fair. Nightwing 89 was... Do you want me to go with my second issue. choice? It was a very close second. What was, what was your second choice? Thor. The new Thor issue. Thor Donny Case is Thor. Yeah. Yeah. Donny Case is uh, Thor is blowing me away. That was a good one. And I I saved an image from it that I will post on Instagram at the Keeg Show. Uh, because I've been posting a lot of comic book images recently. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I have. That's, you know, uh, please never stop doing that. It's really, really yeah, good. I like that. I, I think I like uh, it's like, oh, finding the good ones. And then I had to like I did one off of Avengers. 53 or whatever it happened recently where where namor like thanos like kid thanos comes in and then namor just like punches him real quick it was yeah, super fun. yeah no i like that my my, my old store um uh, actually Com comic quest you, you know like yeah, you, they, yeah. They, they, they they post these comic like, quest lake forest california great place to find comics if you're in uh, Southern agree. orange county uh but their social media the the owners post like every week there's like oh the most weird like comic book sound and you know they'll do like clammy or whatever you know it's like the weird weirdest one they can find of the week and i love when they when people do like stuff like that. it's fun 
definitely. Uh, tell me about Sword 22. Thor 22, Donnie Cates has been phenomenal on writing this, this Thor series. It's really picked up in the last few issues and again, not only in the story, but in popularity as well. It's like flying off any store shelf at the moment. And just the way he's writing Thor, like, I don't know, he, you didn't think you could like cap out Thor's power and he just keeps going there, trying to find new ways of making Thor. First off, having a villain for Thor to fight in a way that, you know, doesn't feel one-sided and it's, but also making it also feel one-sided in the villains, um, uh, uh, favor. So, uh, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's so dark, but also extremely lighthearted. It's so dramatic in so many different ways. Uh, it's really, really fun. And I wish I remember the artist's name, but the art on there is just ridiculously good. Um, is it Klein, Nick Klein? Um, yeah, I, I'm not, I don't know. I didn't look, but I should, because that artist is ridiculously good. It fits the story so well, which I love when yeah. that happens. I love when you get an artist and writing together that they team up on the story and it just works so well. Yeah. Oh, definitely. People don't realize that, like, <clears throat> or at least some people don't realize, is that comics is not a genre. Comics is a medium. And you have so many stories you can tell. And because of so many stories you can tell, there are so many different types of art that you, you know, you find the best artist for your story. And like, hopefully it works out because there are certain runs and certain things where the, you know, you'll, you'll read a Batman comic and it'll be like, does this fit? Like somebody just yeah. died in an alley and you guys look like chibi characters. Why are, but, you know. But that's, but that's what I'm saying. There's like several like artists that I'm not a huge fan of, but work on certain stories. Like, and then for some reason they're writers too. Like Jeff Lemire is one of my favorite writers, but he's like one of my least favorite artists, but okay. Sweet Tooth complete his work on Sweet Tooth works completely well for that book. Same thing yep. with Frank Miller, Frank Miller. I'm not yep. a huge fan of his art, but Sin City, the grittiness of his art worked for Sin City for me. Like yep. it's, it's so comics in general are so cool. Cause it'll flip me like that. Like I can just look at, uh, a Frank Miller art. I'm like, ah, I'm not a huge fan, but then for going to the Sin City world, mm -hmm. I mean, it just switches my perspective 180. It's just really takes the cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, my favorite Frank Miller piece of work does not have him as the artist. It's uh, Batman Year One has David Mazzucchelli. No, exactly. Like his writing. Like, I, I'm a huge, I'm like his writing. Yeah. Which is what doesn't a huge fan of his art. Yeah. 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 Uh, Kyle had Nightwing then, Michael had uh, uh, Thor, and my pick, yeah. my pick is probably uh, Detective Comics 1053, uh, mostly because yes. I, I caught up, well, I didn't catch up with 1053 comics, but <laughs> I caught up um, after Fear State, like right after Fear, or like at the tail end of Fear State, and then I caught up, and uh Detective Comics 1053, it's like a weekly comic right now, but it's like mm -hmm. two comics in one, and they're both really good stories, and I'm fine with that. And uh, uh, the main premise is that, like, there are, uh, I mentioned this last week, Arkham Tower, which is Arkham Asylum, but it's a big skyscraper in the middle of Gotham City. That's where Arkham is now. And some guy is like, oh yeah, we figured out a way just to make everyone docile and like be happy and nobody's killing anyone. And people are like, how does that happen? There must be a trick. And they're like, he's like, no, 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 we, we just came up with something. But then the Bat family's like, yeah, this is a trick. We got to figure out how they're doing it. 
Um, no, yeah, exactly. T- T- Tamaki's run on detect- Detective is phenomenal, especially when she was teamed up with um, Dan Mora at the beginning of it during Fear State. And then when it go- went on to, um, you know, it's a Batman family story without Batman. It's amazing. I like and it when Detective Comics does that. To it's be great. honest. And it's so, it's just as dark as gritty. We, yeah. we, you, you, you don't have to have Batman to have that kind of aspect of it. And I yeah. love it. Yeah. Kyle, did you read this, this one? Yeah, yeah, I did read this one. Um, I didn't know all the stuff going into it because I kind of fell off. I didn't really like Fear State that much, so I kind of no. fell off of reading it during that. It's but um, uh, yeah, this is definitely going to bring me back. And it makes more sense now that you said that there's like a tower. Because like, I think I say this every time. I don't like that. Like, I like that the Marvel comics have, like, a blurb at the beginning of, like, here's kind of what you missed. And DC oh, doesn't do that. And I'm always, like, mm. I don't know what the hell's happening. Do they not do it at all? Or do they only do it on some titles? Uh, only some. And it's, like, more often than not, there's not one. Like, there definitely wasn't one for this. Um, yeah, yeah. So, like, I didn't... That story with the kid was cool, but I had no idea who that kid was. Oh, that, that story's story. really good. Kyle, you got to go back and read that. Because that... that okay. I think it's probably, like, the fifth or sixth issue of it. But, like... That supporting story is really good, and I don't know where they're going with it. But even if they don't go anywhere with it, there's it, a I couple different backup stories. There's like at least at least two going out right now because there's one with Maps as well um, huh? that they're right in the middle of too. Yeah, the, um, Maps is a character from Gotham Academy. She's a little girl, huh? and uh, in the backup story, or am I thinking of Batman? Maybe I'm yeah, thinking, you're of thinking Batman. about Batman. I'm thinking yeah. of Batman. Never mind. Yes, I okay. I, I love the backup story. This one's stories the so redheaded kid. Yes, I, yes, you're, yeah. you're completely right. I'm sorry, I was wrong. Yeah. I like the backup stories in general, though. Both are yeah. really phenomenal. This one, yes, is also good. Basically, this backup story: this kid's parents were killed by the Joker. He's afraid of Batman. He he ends up like this takes place in the past, so I don't know where he is right now. But in this issue, Bane breaks everybody out from Arkham. It's that part of Nightfall, and so like. The kid was like, ah, I don't have anywhere to go. So this kid is the only kid in Arkham. Like for some reason, like basically it's all about how the system has failed him. And he's meeting all these different like uh, Gotham villains through this. Uh, it's really sad. And so I hope yeah. it works out for him. But again, another story where the art fits the story mm-hmm. extremely well. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. So Detective Comics 1053. I think... Uh, Detective Comics 1000. Oh, okay. So this is the fourth issue. Detective Comics 1000 was the beginning of this run. And I think that like it's worth going back just a couple issues. Oh, 1000 or not 1000. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 1050. 50. Sorry. That's yeah. what I meant. Uh, a while I ago. Do, I, do the, uh, I saw, uh, yeah, I saw the numbers. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 1000. No, sorry. I meant 1050. Yeah. That was oh, the cool. Big, yeah. Big. Yeah. I want to, uh, I want to go back. Cause I was, I was happily surprised when it was just the bat family and it was like, it was a dark story, but it's like there is humor and fun in it because yeah. the Bat family is always fun. And so. history, right? Yeah. That's the best part about DC Comics is like the heroes have to have known each other, right? Like yeah. they've had relationships in the past. They have children. That's that's why Young Justice does so well is like it's a, it's a DC universe that existed before the show started, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Totally. Exactly. But yeah. I also like the the kind of like getting down to a particular character in, in the context of just them, which is very much like Chip Zdarsky's Batman, the, the Knight mm-hmm. that he's been writing, which number issue okay. two came out this week. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. T- tell me about it. I absolutely I, I love this it. book. Did yeah, read it? I absolutely love this book. I read so it, yeah. 
Michael, Chip Michael, Sidarsky. tell me about it. Chip Sidarsky, right? He's also ridiculously hot in comics right now. Um, he's on fire. I wasn't, not that I had anything, you know, negative about him before. Like he was totally fine. But like ever since his Daredevil run just totally caught me. And I really like this uh, Batman the Night series. Only two issues in so far. It's kind of like a retelling a little bit of how Batman became Batman in his training, right? He's just left Gotham. But he Sadarsky's focusing a lot more on kind of like, um, social issues in regards to like what it means and the responsibility it means to have this kind of privilege that Bruce Wayne has. Which right. I really like. And the premise is what he's not the Dark Knight because this takes place earlier. Right. Uh, yeah. He's he's, he's like older he's teen like, to older to early twenties, and like he's just setting out on his journey to yeah. train okay. to become the Batman. Are they calling him the Gray Shadow, or is that another character? Because this is the first one I read in read number one. The, the, there's character the gray shadow is introduced in this new okay issue. okay cool it's not not which not, is like kind of like a gray ghost callback which i like um, exactly yeah it was fun it was really cool uh, like I said, it's ridiculously good so so cool and like usually when they retell like batman or spider-man's origin it's boring by now we all know yeah. it but like this is a like i said Sadarsi's focusing on a different aspect of his upbringing and who he is as a person and what he's trying to do so it's a it's a different take on it and i really really enjoyed it Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kyle, did you have thoughts? Um, no, I just I, I Michael summed it up pretty uh, pretty well. But I was gonna say I was just gonna say yeah, like in this one, he's he's like robbing from other wealthy people who have like stolen money and polluted the polluted the world and things like that. So he's like he's trying to rack like he's there's it's like a surrogate Catwoman type person who's like training him to like break into things. And he's sort of trying to rationalize in his own mind that like, oh, I'm actually still being the good guy because I'm stealing from this horrible person. Yeah. So it's like, it's it's really interesting, yeah. Yeah. It uh, is, it's, like, is it worth me picking up? I think so, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, I, I this, yeah, this book just has caught me and I really enjoy it because of the, you see like people always get on the fact that like, oh yeah, he's the Batman, right? He just knows how to do all these things. And he's showing us how he's doing. He's showing the work now, which I always liked, you know, his answer isn't, oh, how'd you do this? Oh, I'm the Batman. We're showing how he became, became that like in this issue, right? The, the, um, her, she's the, 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 the great shadow or the great ghost or whatever. And like, uh, she, they talk to each other in France because he's in, he's in Paris and she's like, oh, your accent is terrible. But then the next day they meet up and he, and he had practiced because she's like, oh, your, your accent's much better. Like the little details like that, like you yeah. see him training, you see him fixing his mistakes. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's not like immediately great at whatever he's doing. Exactly. Like, he, yeah. like he's, you know, trying to dodge bullets and getting like winged or whatever. Yeah, it's great. Mm. Um, or like yeah. he's trying to, I think there's one part where he's trying to like, spy on her from like the top of the building but she can like see him clear as day <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's yeah. like right at the beginning so that was like that made me laugh yeah by the <laughs> way just uh i don't want to talk too much about this one but what age do you think that that bruce wayne comes back to gotham and becomes batman how old do you think he is you mean after um, this i i mean i mean in generally generally speaking like how old is bruce wayne when he becomes batman in your head. It's never outright stated. He's young. He's young, but he's not 18. Can you imagine an 18-year-old being like, <laughs> yeah. Like what is this, the, think, Paul, the Paul brothers? Like Gotham, like, like the show Gotham? Yeah. 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 I think he's uh 
I think he would be like mid twenties. Cause yeah. I would, cause, cause if I assume like, okay, he basically, he has like nothing else to do in his life. He basically burns through school yeah. and maybe like graduates at like 16 and then they send him off to some other academy. Right. And then from there, he just does all his training. Like he has 10 years worth of training or something by yeah. the time he comes back. Right. And, and he's, when he comes back, he has to be like young enough that he can still have like the board of whatever Wayne thing take care of it. Whereas, but also like still have like power, like now he has power of attorney of someone signing for him or making decisions for him. Right. I think it's like that kind of area. Right, right. Because we take Batman for granted, right? Suddenly, suddenly he's Batman, but we're like, well, he was young once, right? He's yeah. gonna make mistakes. Uh, we want to think of Batman as the best at everything, and like he is in 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 this fictional context. But also, he wasn't always. He wasn't born right. with those abilities, you know. And so, um, I feel like Batman Begins was the first one to kind of like show that. I mean, other yeah. than Batman the Animated Series, but like yeah. live action, yeah. like. You could see him just getting beaten up. And so I thought that's cool. And and yeah, at the beginning of that one, he's like in a prison. Yeah. Or like the one of the first flashbacks we see. Oh, yeah. Which is like yeah, yeah, which yeah. was interesting because I was like, oh, why is he like why is Batman in a prison? Or why is Bruce Wayne in prison? Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah oh, he probably got either he put himself there to test himself or he got caught, you know breaking in somewhere stealing right. something i did right. like that line though when they're like oh you're stealing and like i'm not stealing anything and yeah. it's because it's like wayne tech stuff is what they're what they're doing yeah. like it was that was cool yeah yeah um do you got do you guys read the current x-men stuff yep no i know okay uh right now it's kind of <laughs> wild right now there's two, two x-men titles that came out this week uh, we have X X Lives of Wolverine. No, X yeah, X Lives of Wolverine Lives. number three, and we have X Men number eight. And um, X Lives got a little bit better because they've explained it a little bit better. That book, man. That after- book. What? That book, man. Oh, you like got it? Me so- I I wish they gave me an excuse to like it, like because. They didn't say exactly how important this book is, and I think a lot of people aren't reading it and not realizing how important this book actually is. Do you think to, is like, it the important? Big, yeah, it, I definitely think it's gonna be because okay. um, I mean you're fo- you're following McTaggart as well, uh, Moira, right? That's and intense, her journey. But yeah, I know, but, they're but like they're, they 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 cross over series. with each other. Yeah, it's that's also the frustrating part. It should be one big story, but they're but that's the same with House of X, grab. Powers of X, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wish they would have told us how important this was to the main X-Men universe going into it. Yes, I do think it's going to have some ramifications at the end. Yeah, there are some weird time travel shenanigans. Yeah, they don't feel like explaining those right now to us, but you just no. got to accept it. They're like, <laughs> like the bad guys are like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mikhail, Mikhail Rasputin's powers plus Cerebro Sword plus Omega Red it makes time travel, I guess. Makes time travel, yeah. Okay. Why are you thinking about it? We told you it's, that's what it does. Yeah, Enjoy. but it's, 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 it's Omega Red possessing past people, including yeah. a big Moby Dick-sized whale yeah, wasn't that, that crazy? has Omega Red tentacles that come out of it. Yeah, isn't that crazy? If you the like comic not... shenanigans, then I think this one's for you. Yeah, because they, they, they kind of did like a Days of Future Past thing with Wolverine, right? They yeah. sent his consciousness back to his younger bodies, Gene yeah. and uh, Xavier. And yeah. uh, he, they're, they're trying to, I've 
pretty sure they're trying to protect Xavier, younger right. versions of Xavier. But then right. they go to the time periods that he's not in, or like but areas he's dad. clearly not in. It's yeah. his dad that they're trying to protect. Then. Well, he he went to uh, Japan too for a second, like one of the flashbacks he's in Japan. Like, where's oh. Xavier during that? Oh, <laughs> where's Xavier's they, family then? They said like, that's just Omega trying to fuck with Wolverine. At that point, yeah. At just, that point. Not that yeah. Xavier's in Japan, but yeah. But but then we have the story of Moira on the run as well, and what right. she's gonna do, like now that she's that's been more interesting to me. I agree. That's why I'm reading that. Yeah, because I don't yeah. know what the ramifications of this Omega Red going in the past, or why he's even after Xavier. Yeah, or how all this time travel works. But right, they're doing it, and right. uh, yeah, it's good. I like I like it. I'm interested. Does this tie into the X deaths of Wolverine as well? Or is yes. that like a separate story? Okay. They, they, they're supposed to tie in, but we don't know how they tie in. But we have X. Okay. It's like X lies of Wolverine number one, X deaths of Wolverine number one, X lies of Wolverine number two, X deaths of Wolverine number two. And they just go back and forth to finish so, two okay. series. Gimmicky. Yeah. Back and forth. Uh, I see. Okay. So right now we're on X lies of Wolverine number three. Next week we'll have X deaths of Wolverine number three. But they're two different stories. A, do you think as a joke they will make an X wives of Wolverine? Just yes. like all those. <laughs> yes, they will. It'll uh, be great. That's a new. That's a new reality show coming to, uh, coming to Bravo. Krakow <laughs> TV. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I think this is all going to probably lead into the new uh, Destiny of X storylines with like Immortal X Men and X Men Red and all the yeah. X ones coming out. So I think the ramifications of what's going on in here is going to have a big influence on what's going to happen, especially in probably Immortal X Men. Mm. Yeah. Mortal X-Men being the X-Men title about the Quiet Council. About mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. political aspect of Krakoa. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I will read anything X-Men for the most part. Um, well, you but, have uh, class what's that? and taste. You have class and taste, sir. Why, thank you. There Why, is, thank yeah. you, sir. Why, thank you. You don't have to whisper it. Shout it to the, shout out, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> like, I know I don't have class You know what, you're right. So I'm going to tweet it right now. How about that? <laughs> class uh, and taste. Class and taste. Um, I like to think so. I like to think so. But X-Men is my number one property ever, you know? X-Men. Just all, all day, every day. Like, there's so much X-Men content just ever that, like, you could just be an X-Men fan and you'd be fine. What got me yeah. through the nineties? Yeah, yeah. X Men, like X Men, primarily got me through the nineties. Yeah. X Men and Batman are like are and were my two favorite things. You know, but that's just, but that's also because like DC and Marvel invest in those properties a lot too, right? And they get sure. really good writers to be on it, and they tell really good stories. But like, imagine if your favorite character is like, uh, is. Uh, like Uncle Sam from the Freedom Fighters. <laughs> is he not everyone's favorite? Oh no! I mean, oh, he's obviously. Just, I like him. Yeah, I like you're him. watching that one like Batman Brave and the Bold episode. Yeah, he's and great. He's, in- he's a great character, <laughs> right? And then you open up Infinite Crisis, and they get just get blown apart, and it's like, ow, oh, what? You're hurting his one fan out there that's watching right now. You're like, what are you I'm talking sorry. about? I'm sorry. Also, I yeah, uh, Freedom Fighters are cool, but. Mm, their power sense. <laughs> they always. The reason why they always have to reinvent the freedom fighters is that their power, like Doll Man, is just a guy who can turn to the size of a doll. So yeah, you can't a, get smaller. Yeah, a small like what's that? Six inches? Oh, great! Like he can go as small as six inches. Then Phantom Girl 
phases through things. Like, no, not Phantom Girl. Yeah, fa- no, Phantom Lady. Phantom, Phantom Lady. Lady. Yeah, yeah. She can they're, like they're... phase through stuff. Their powers are so stuck in the time period of when they were created, when they're yeah. like, isn't this cool? And then they were like, well, yeah. what if you could shrink smaller than that? And they're like, oh, yeah. And then, like, <laughs> like then that was they it. Arbitrarily, <laughs> arbitrarily in the 30s, they're like, I don't see anyone ever shrinking smaller than the size of a doll. Why would you need oh, to no. be more than, like, why would you need to be under six inches? There's nothing down there. Right. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. That's true. That's true. They though. split the atom, and people were like, what? Yeah, like, <laughs> right. I mean, that's that's uh, one of the Freedom Fighters too. What, what's his name? He he explodes. Like he's uh, he's like uh, an atom uh, bomb. Uh, whoa, yeah, yeah. But he can only bomb. explode one. Human bomb. bomb. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's the worst X Men. There's an X Men character like that. Yeah. He has yeah. a mutant power to explode, but only once, and he has to yeah. save it. Yeah. That's such a cool. So cool. Um, <laughs> it would be but, funny if they made a Freedom Fighters thing now, where they still had those shitty powers and they just couldn't do anything. Like they right. were just like they were just like the the Z team. That's why they always pair them with the Nazis because it's like oh they're like so over overwhelmed by like that like they don't have to do that. Uh, uh, the Freedom Fighters are the underdogs in a Nazi controlled yeah. Earth, and yeah, so that's kind of you know they're copy of the invaders, yeah. Marvel's invaders. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you know what what I was thinking though is just that like Doll Man, because uh, okay, so the Adam that we know Ray Palmer is a legacy character based off of the Adam from World War II. But the Adam from World War II was not a shrinker. He was didn't just- Didn't have any powers. Didn't he have a radioactive punch or no? Did that come later? That's damage or yeah, or Adam right. Smasher. No, the Adam, the original one. No, he was just this small wrestler. Yeah, yeah he yeah. didn't have any powers. Yeah. He's like Puck, Puck from Alpha Flight, essentially. Yeah, but Puck has powers, but yes, essentially, <laughs> yes. Okay. What's yeah. Puck's powers? Yeah, he, yeah he, he's a mutant. I know, he but can, what are his powers? He, um, what does he do? He has a strength of a full-grown man, but put into his body? <laughs> no, like, like, no, I, I always can, find that he's just there. Like, he's just yeah, there. He, he can <laughs> do something. Okay, I, do I have to look that up? I totally forget Puck, what his powers Puck are. Puck is only there so that you can draw a full team and have someone in the front row that doesn't cover everybody, yeah. you know? Without the, without them, like, lounging down in right. front. Right, right. Uh, because, uh, just like like Nightcrawler sometimes takes that role because he always crouches. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man, yeah. when he's in a team shot, is always crouching so you can see people behind him. Uh, Wolverine, he's always doing yeah. that squat with the claws out, like in the front row. Um, so, you know, while Michael looks that up. Um, uh, there was also X-Men number eight. I don't know if you guys read X-Men number eight, but essentially it was MODOK versus the X-Men. And not much interesting things happen though the art is amazing um the art is amazing in this issue we deal with cyclops continuing to be captain krakoa um yeah he doesn't like that no kyle are uh, are you do you know what's going on with captain krakoa no i don't okay. i only i only get updates on x-men when i'm on the key okay. <laughs> so uh, let me know all right fill us in dimitri i'm not anti-x-men i just feel like it's in too deep that i just can't start at this point oh, like, oh whatever oh you you are you a, a muty hater is that what you no. are oh no oh no get off this show <laughs> <laughs> um uh Basically, what has happened is Krakoa has the resurrection protocol, right? We know this, that the mutants are capable of resurrecting themselves through this, you know, chain of command and protocol and whatnot. 
problem is, is that the world does not know that mutants have this power because the world would probably ask for it themselves. They or they would just do very like, you know, work very hard to kill the resurrection protocol. So they're keeping it a secret. Problem is, is that Cyclops dies in public. He is killed on purpose, and he cannot get he can get resurrected, but he can't show up in public anymore. So instead, he has a suit now called Captain Krakoa, and he's pretending, when in public, to be a different person. He's pretending okay. to be Captain it's Krakoa. Like, it's like the great Saiyan man, if you're yeah. a Dragon Ball Z Wait, fan. Totally, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you said the great Sandman, and I'm like, the great <laughs> Sandman? And then I had to figure out Sandman from which universe. We're talking Marvel Sandman or DC Sandman? And then which oh, wow. DC it, Sandman? I, I, looked, I just looked up the costume, it kind of does look great say a like, man like yeah. it's the helmet man it's the yeah. Helmet. yeah but the helmet has like some foliage that comes out the back it's kind of weird looking but um so cyclops has to do based. that when he's on yeah. mission yeah crow is all plant plant-based anyway uh we also see in an infographic that forge has created the suit and it's the it's a prototype it's for cyclops to test the suit did you get that far michael did you read this one? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm all caught up. Yeah, I okay. read this week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the infographic essentially says that, like, that's a bat, a Krakoan battle suit meant for mutants that don't have offensive powers yep. so that they don't die. So they're, they're saying, like, they brought up Artie, Leech, you know, uh, those type of people who, if they, if, if they get Sentinels come, they'll die. So, oh my God, like, imagine Leech in that suit though because you like super strength and flight and then he has the ability to turn your power off yeah. like right about upon like and he turns your power like that would be a formidable match right yeah. there yeah but put, put, put leech in there yeah yeah uh so basically so cyclops is testing the suit anyway the point being is that uh modok modok is experimenting on a virus on a cruise line and they have a couple if not more more than a handful of jabs at pun not intended jabs at covid uh because modok is like oh these places are cesspools and they're he's like this is where you go to test communicable diseases like and so him and aim are testing out this new virus and so is he wearing like, a big mask like no a, he's a, he's <laughs> a, he's a mutant. Mask? <laughs> like a big like, like a giant one yeah Mo- over, over, over his arms <laughs> I guess that he doesn't have ears, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so be pretty much nothing happens other than they defeat Modok, and then we see a little bit of a moving forward between Sync and yeah. X twenty three Wolverine Laura. Their characters have this like it's complicated, Kyle. Just trust it's complicated, but they're in love, but Laura doesn't know it yet. But it's complicated. That should definitely be the tagline of any X-Men story. It's complicated. It's hold on. <laughs> hang with us. Right. Like there. Right. Featuring the X-Men. You know? <laughs> right. The Summers family tree. It's complicated. Like, it's complicated. I, at this point, I'm so used to it that earlier when you said that Storm, like, is in charge of Mars, I was like, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> of course. You didn't <laughs> of know that? She is. You no. didn't know that? I was like, of course she is. All right. Uh, of course she is. Yeah. The mutants have terraformed Mars. And because they terraform Mars, they have claimed Mars as as their second, like uh, that you know, mutants homeland. And like yeah. so, there's Krakoa, and then there's these like other mutants from uh, Araco. I say Araco. Some people say uh, Araco, but it sounds too much like Iraq. 
anyway, the point being is, so I say Arako to call them the Araki people as opposed to the uh, Araki people. Like, it, those, we already have those people. Like, so that's why, anyway, that's a side thing. Uh, the Arako uh, people are on Mars and they're like a warlike mutant, like, split. Okay. And Storm is, ex, ex, uh, like, exploring her warrior queen side by ruling over Mars. So exactly where you think the x-men would, would end up right <laughs> exactly where we need to go it's great uh i think it's funny because like for this whole time humans have been saying mutants why don't you go away go away and then they go away to mars and they're like no 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 mars is ours even though they, yeah. like yeah. the humans didn't, yeah. didn't colonize mars so it's funny there's so many layers to this x-men saga that because like the x-men the mutants are colonizers they colonized mars but at the same time Nobody wanted them on Earth. But then the humans, they just want it every which way. That's what, like, they, you move the goalposts. And this happens in modern day with everything. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you can't kneel, but you can't, like, you can't protest. Then you can't riot. Then you can't, like, so then I guess the only option is sit down, shut up, right? It's kind of like that. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. 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 Uh, did you have any thoughts real quick about X-Men number eight, Michael? Did anything I forgot? Uh, no, I like that they were touching on Sync uh, and uh, X-23 a little bit. Because um, yeah. I, I wonder if they do that every once in a while in this series. And we yeah. want to see where they're going with that. And then, you know, with Sync at the end, you know, doing his yeah. thing. And I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But uh, I thought that was kind of a shock for me. Like, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'm, I'm, and then the whole... Um, uh, thing with uh, Scott going into Modoc's mind, he had Gene put him in there, and like yeah. I like he, he was just barbecuing, right? He has this whole like sun and thing yeah. Mo, Mo, Modoc does in his daydream, and uh, I don't know, it, it was it was an interesting issue. Um, I think we're going to be tailing it in because I think they're going to redo something coming up with the whole Destiny Vex series. But I like it. I like where it's going. I like this team for sure. This team definitely because it makes you wonder like why Sync on the team and Rogue on the team. Yeah. I still don't know. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, they both have mimicry powers, right? But um, right. Sync's probably a little, I think he's a little better at it, obviously, because he can just, he doesn't even have to touch you. He's just being around you and right. like, tap, taps into it. Question though, with Sync's powers, can Sync sync up to more than two, or like more than one person at a time? Because Rogue can combine powers, right? She can, yes, yes. Okay, but Sync, I don't think I've ever seen him sync up to two different people and combine their powers i won't say one way or the other but yes I, i'll agree with you that i haven't seen it but i, I, I could have missed could, it somewhere but yeah could sync or if uh if rogue is too far away could she touch sync get his powers and steal someone else's powers that way yeah yeah Easy one, huh? yeah yeah totally plausible yeah it's interesting interesting then would she would he sync her power and then have to touch people. Have to touch people. Is there they, a, oh, this is she gets a better power and he gets a <laughs> yeah. worse power? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold up. Hold up. I could do this a minute ago. Like, <laughs> I think I think he uh, can keep them for longer too. I think he he can keep the one power a little longer than than Rogue can at the moment. Rogue. I believe. Yeah. So we haven't explored up. Rogue's powers recently. Like no, last yeah, time we really explored her powers, like X Men Legacy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because right? I mean, before she could, you know, can touch people again. And then all of a sudden she couldn't touch people again. And, yeah. you know, then she can take on multiple powers, but I haven't seen her take on multiple powers in a little bit, especially with this current yeah. X-Men run. So yeah, her yeah. powers are all over the place. Yeah. 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 Um, were, did anyone read, uh, or, or, well, Kyle, what else did you read? I read um, <clears throat> the Superior Four or whatever that ties into Devil's I, Reign. I read that. Did you? Okay. I know you get dropped into these, Kyle. Do you ever read the previous issues or do you just? <laughs> For that one, I did not. I mean, sometimes okay. I do. Like I've been, I have kept up with some stuff, but yeah, for that, I just was like, but, that, but again, like it's Marvel. So I can read that first like paragraph and be like, okay, That's I, true. I, I know where I am. Um, that I went is back just... and I read, issue, I read this one issue number one and then issue number two came out this week. Uh, I went back and I, wa- I read it. Uh, I, I want to know it... your thoughts on it. It's, I mean, it's weird. It's like that weird, it's, it's like yeah. they, there's always some sort of weird comic that's within a big event, and this yeah. is that one. And it's literally just that, like, Dr. Octopus has now gone to other universes and pulled other different Dr. Octopi from there. And, yeah. uh, but they're all, like, it's like, oh, of course there's a Hulk version that has four Hulk arms. And then of course there's a uh, Ghost Rider version and a Wolverine version. So like, it just like kind of doesn't make sense. It's just that character with like Doc Ock glasses on. They don't really act like Doc Ock. They just no. are Doc Ock-esque. It's very strange. Right. And then of course there's uh, like the villain is like a Doctor Doom, Doctor Octopus. Like it's also sort of Doctor Strange. He's yes. got a lot of lot of letters after his name. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I I don't like this. I I didn't like either. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like it either. It was like it was too. It was trying too hard. It's trying. It was too a hard waste of my be, time. It's trying too hard to be clever. Yeah. And it's not. It's like very yeah. basic and very. Uh, you know, it's it's one of those things. If it were geared towards like kids and it was like fun it would be like one thing like if it were like if it were like miles and ever like i, I guess they are doing that series where they're like yeah. what if miles but like if it were like miles or someone doing this i guess i more forgiving but it's like dr octopus in a in a big like sort of serious event and i'm like i don't i don't understand why it's why it exists or why it's happening yeah. it probably sounded better on paper yeah i mean it- are you are you both reading the Devil's Reign right 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 now as well? Yeah, yeah. I'm still a little bit behind on Daredevil, so I have not read Devil's Reign yet. I, I the, the the thing that I find most interesting is the uh, with Devil's Reign because he he's uh, Doc Ock's in there. Like he looks so different compared to his Devil's Reign. Like obviously that's a uh, artist choice, but in the in the Superior Four, he looks very much like his classic doc ock look and then in devil's reign he's very handsome you know like, <laughs> like he, it's 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 a unique Sorry. it's unique uh artist choice at that point yeah i want to shout out there's a guy on or or someone on youtube uh named the thing and and the thing says it's clobbering time so like <laughs> we got nothing they're, they're in the chat and the thing is saying it's clobbering time so thank you the thing uh, like, comment, subscribe, follow, click the bell, do your thing, thing, you know? Uh, thank you so much for watching. 
we will. I mean, we can talk about Fantastic Four soon. So the thing, let us know if you're still there. And uh, I would love to talk about the newest Fantastic Four issue. Um, yeah. But yes, yeah, we don't need to. We don't. What? Yeah, I was gonna say we don't need to touch on it that much more. But yeah, go ahead and yeah. say what what you were gonna say. About uh, what I was gonna say just is Superior Four is in the shadow of Superior Spider-Man. And that's a problem because they keep alluding to that. But like the writing is nowhere near as good as Superior Spider-Man. Not even close. No. So what's the point? Uh, They just needed like, I I feel like every event needs like a certain amount of tie-ins. And they're like, well, I guess we'll just do these tie-ins. But like. I feel like this was an idea that then they were like, oh, we can put it in this event. Like it wasn't. Oh written spit like it was just like on the whiteboard and they're just like oh yeah we can just throw that in you're right it doesn't have anything (laughs) to do with that's a good point other than other than reed richards has been arrested so his multiversal machine is there for Otto to take but it doesn't need to happen yeah and and that's that's just convenient for them to be like oh that's how he gets the ball like it just takes like a yeah chunk out i i would have liked it if this was a fantastic four storyline because, like, it would have been cool to see Dr. Octavius go up against Reed Richards uh, and then have to pull in multiversal, uh, uh, you know, versions of themselves. I think this would be way cooler as a Fantastic Four story. I mean, yeah, because aren't they, isn't there, aren't they, isn't that what he's doing? He's mocking the new Fantastic Four, right? You have the whole yeah. Wolverine's tourist yeah. writer and he's playing the Spider-Man character, right? Yeah. Yeah. That would be a really cool idea, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this one is just, no, no, no bueno. No bueno. I, yeah, skip it. Yeah. Also, I think yeah. it's weird that it's called Superior 4. I think there are only three issues of it. I think it said, like, uh, yeah. there's only three. Uh, I think it's only <laughs> Maybe the next one. Four. That's it, right? Yeah, it, it's like... Yeah. You're it, saying that you're there fun. should be some synergy? That <laughs> Yeah, they're, you're fumbling on multiple levels. <laughs> right. Just like I think the sixth Spider-Man MCU film should be Sinister Six. I don't think we should have Sinister Six until the sixth movie. But that's just me. It's kind of like that. Sure. Yeah. I can buy that. You know? Uh, do, do you guys read Fantastic Four right now? I did not read that one. I do. I'm just not. I didn't read the latest one, no. Okay. Uh, there's the Reckoning War that's mm-hmm. going on right now. And it's weird because it makes me, it, they're trying so hard to make me care about and i'm reading it and it's good they're trying to make me care about these like prophecies that the thing will die and blah 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 and that this is the ultimate war but like we've had ultimate wars before you know what i mean like yeah. ooh, reckoning war the big universal war but we just had one with the dormammu ego planet thing what was that called in guardians of the galaxy and like um that was called something you know what i'm talking about like sword crossed over with it a bunch of Marvel titles crossed over. Yeah, that's right. Where, like Dormammu yeah. takes over Ego, the living planet, and he like comes out into our th- our dimension through Ego. Something yeah. like that. Anyway, we just had that. We had Empire, which is another universal war. Like, calm down with the Reckoning War. It's whatever. It's dumb. Basically, the premise is that back in the day, the Watchers gave weapons to a race of people and that race took those weapons and they made created war from it using the watcher's own weapons and then the watchers are like ah we won't meddle anymore and i think and now that these guys are back to create havoc and to kill the watchers essentially classic 
which is fine. It's fine. I'm reading it. It's cool. But I don't expect me to think that the thing will die. No, I mean, and we, I think we, we get Jack of Hearts in here for some reason, too. So because Jack of us. Hearts appeared in She-Hulk number one. That's why. Yeah. So and so are there they we go. Dating? That's a selling point. Are they dating? I'm it happy to see like he's it. alive. They're holding hands and stuff, right? <laughs> that was good. I totally missed where he came back to life. So this is exciting it, for me. Yeah. Uh, he came back to life. Did he come back to life in Children's Crusade? No, no. No, Scott Lang did. Yeah. Scott, yeah, Scott Lang did. Uh, okay, okay. Um, I also just think it's nice that a normal-heighted man is is sleeping with, with, with She-Hulk, you know? Yeah, we, I mean, we need typical, more. Right? We need more short king, tall women. Uh, <laughs> well, then Starfire and Dick Grayson. Starfire is clearly taller than him. That's true. There yeah, but not by they. They don't. They don't get drawn that much different, right? It's true, but she should be the height of heels. That's really what it is. It's like when two people are the same height and then one person wears heels. You're like three inches, four inches taller, depending on how long. The, yeah, well, then put her in right? heels, and then she's even taller. Doesn't, she doesn't wear heels. I'm pretty sure Starfire wears heels. They also draw her flying or like hovering a lot, which yeah. doesn't, which makes it seem like an illusion of like, oh, that's right. why she's taller, even right. though she is actually taller. She right. That's taller, yeah. that's Tom Cruise's excuse for any woman that seems taller than him. Oh yeah, she's hovering. She's hovering. I'm pretty sure. What is it? Um, they did that in Grant Morrison's Wonder Woman as well. I'm pretty sure that Steve Trevor is shorter than all the Amazons. I think all the Amazons and his. Else, it was an it was a elsewhere. Right, book, I always one. like in uh, in uh, the New Frontier how Wonder Woman's like taller than Superman. Oh, totally. Like she's taller yeah. than everyone else. Like that's great. I like, like Wonder Woman being taller that. than Batman. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, Darwin I Cook feel... too. By the way, that was a nice, nice man. Yeah, Darwin Cook. So good. Uh, uh, is there someone you're? Is there someone who commented Darwin Cook? No, we were talking about New Frontier. New Frontier. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cook. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's certain people, like, not all superheroes have to be 6'2". Like, there are certain sure. superheroes that can be shorter. Like, Tom Holland is, what, 5'10", 5'8", I think? Something like that. And, like, great, because it's Spider-Man. Why would Spider-Man have to be tall? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Wolverine. Got Hugh Jackman Wolverine, for some reason. Yeah. Wolverine <laughs> for definitely some reason. should be short, but I think he should be Hollywood short. Uh, which is five seven, as as in in MCU in the MCU, sure. I think that like because sure. Taron Egerton is five seven. I am five seven. So yes, am I a five seven enthusiast? Yes. Sure. You know, but also Wolverine. Taron Egerton is my choice for Wolverine. He's five seven. He could pull it off. I think he's a joy. Um, and I think are he, we gonna? You know, do you think we're gonna get a Wolverine? Did you think that? that I, think I don't want to us to get a Wolverine. Wolverine. I don't want us to get a Wolverine for now. Here, for now. Here's, my, first? here's my pr- now. prediction. Yeah. Here's yeah. my prediction. It's been my prediction for a while. I think yeah. that, and now with the multiverse, I think it's solid. If we see Wolver, if we see Wolverine as we know him, it'll be like Hugh Jackman in a multiverse, small yeah. thing. Yeah. But I think the Wolverine in the MCU will just be X twenty three. Like she will just be Wolverine. Like they'll just do her, and there we will have I'm never cool seen the previous. I'm cool Wolverine. with that too. Because that cool way that it too. sets it apart. You're not like, you're not comparing them to Hugh Jackman at all. It's just right. like, oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm definitely cool okay with that. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That being said, if I'm thinking about the history of the MCU, if Wolverine never existed, or that Wolverine did exist, 
for X23 to be here now. I don't know. So I think it would just be, I think they'll just say like multiverse. That's their new answer for everything. I don't want like it. Someone doesn't want to sign a contract. Multiverse. No, why is it John Cheadle? Multiverse. Like, I hate the idea of, uh, I, I've, I've said this before. I'm not a big fan of the multiverse in the MCU, mostly because I think it's too early and it, it ruins everything. People are like, oh yeah, Robert Downey Jr. can just come back as a, a different universe Tony Stark. And like, then we get Tony back. And like, why do we, uh, it, it, it's so bad. And I don't want the X-Men to be brought in through the multiverse. That ruins no, the whole point of the X-Men. The well, X-Men, that, the mutants are an inevitability, a natural yeah. organic inevitability. I mean, that's, that's to yes, to have like X-23 as the prominent Wolverine easily then. They've always been, X-Men's always been around. They've been in hiding. Yeah. Um, Logan has been around. We can, we can introduce him later. And that's how you still get X-23 to make sure Wolverine is still here. Logan is still here. Right, yeah. he's just not fighting anymore. He's off to yeah. his own thing. We have yeah. X twenty three being the prominent one, and we it's still there. So yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's a separate thing, but yes, okay. That's a separate uh, thing. <laughs> man, the multiverse has been like the multiverse of madness trailer comes out, and then people are like, "Oh my god, that is easily that is definitely Tom Cruise in the superior Iron Man armor from the multiverse." And I'm like, "What do mm-hmm. you? What? Who's? Where's the?" Where's the my I mean, thinking what? is Tom Cruise is a big enough actor that if he was in it, we would see him full on in the trailer. There's no way that they would well, keep that a super secret. I don't know. They've kept bigger secrets, right? Well, yes, but they tip it. They okay. would tip it more. You would I mean, you would do you look, think Derek, we, uh, we hear someone's voice. I don't I mean, I don't know. But like, yeah, we do hear someone's voice. Do you think that's They're, Patrick Stewart playing Professor X? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think. I mean, I think so, and look, yeah. he has the he I'm has one of the most recognizable voices. It's yeah. like if it were like him or Gilbert Gottfried, those are like the two people. I'd be like, that's a hundred percent them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I also think that their trailers purposely mislead, and I'm yes. cool with that. Totally. I, I yeah, like that better than I'm glad we've we've graduated for that because it used to be like you would see the whole movie in the trailer. Yeah, but Marvel yeah, for a long <sighs> yeah, no, for a long you. for like two phases it was like the whole yeah. movie was in the trailer. Uh, something that I bring up a learned. lot is Lego sets. Like Marvel Lego sets don't spoil the movie. And which is crazy because the Lego sets, they're like, we don't know what to make. And they're like, well, just like Think about like random things you would make. So for example, the Spider-Man No Way Home Lego set has the black and gold suit, which you can see in the trailer, fighting the vulture. But the vulture is not in the movie. They're just like, <laughs> let's, just, let's just do that. The, they the just let the Lego Infinity, people do what they want. The, uh, end game, the end game sets did not have any of the plot line except for yeah. the white suits. That's all they had. Yeah. So they just did more Thanos sets more like spaceship sets for that one. So like, yeah, and like uh, Iron Man 3 had a Lego set that was the, the final, it's supposed to be like the Act 3 uh, Mandarin has like this like missiles and stuff. And it's like, <laughs> the Mandarin wasn't- God, that'd be yeah, crazy. That Mandarin. Yeah. He just comes out with a tank. Like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, but that wasn't the case. And so the Lego sets throw things off, which I think are hilarious. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, 
what uh, what else do we got now? I wanted to I wanted to call out um, Marvel's Voices Legacy number one. Yeah, yeah. I did not get to read it, and it was closer to to Showtime where I sat down to read it, and I'm like, I want to I want to spend more time on it because I I I tried it, and I was like, ah, I don't have enough time to like give it an actual like thought. I could breeze through it if I wanted to, but I didn't think that was necessary. Did you guys read it? I read it. I hadn't gotten to it yet. Uh, how did how did it go? Oh well, I will. I will first and foremost be like a a, a white person should not be commenting solely on this. But <laughs> no, since no. I'm the only person who read it, um, yes. I'll just briefly <laughs> overread. I wish I wish it was uh I wish it was longer because I felt like a lot of the stories in it were like, and I understand it's like kind of showcasey and stuff, but like yeah. I wish the first you know like it would be just like one page of a story and like by the time I was like through the page I was like oh I kind of want to see where this is going and it just felt very like oh it's just like a snippet of you know like a snippet in the day of like Miles's life or like yeah. whatever you know like or there's a and then there were some that were like a few pages like there was a, a Captain Falcon or not Captain Falcon Jesus uh <laughs> Captain America one uh that was that was like that was the like I think it's right at the beginning. I think it might be the first or second one, and that one was cool. Um, and like it was super fun. Um, but yeah, like I I liked all of the stories in it. I just feel like I think it was like fifty some pages. Like I almost wish it was like kind of a hundred page, where like everything was like three to four pages of story, because I thought Is they it, were all pretty good. Okay, so all so all the stories are pretty good. That's always cool. Yeah. Sometimes in these anthology ones. They're not all good, and so it's I, like, all right. I, I just felt like I felt the ones that I wouldn't even say they like. I'm not saying they're not good, but like they were just like too short to like judge. Like it's just one page, and it's just like, you know, right. It's not even like it's not much to go on, and the art was cool, and like I liked where it was going, but it wasn't. Um, I just wanted there to be longer stories of everyone, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, the, first, the very first it, but... page is like a splash page of like uh, of uh, T'Challa talking, and it seems like there's gonna be more, and there's not. It's just like a splash page of uh, like him talking, and then it's like, oh, it's the it's uh the Captain America story, and you're like, yeah, oh okay, mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, the the wanna... artwork's phenomenal on everything yeah. across the board. This these books have been relatively great, you know. Uh, these anthology series, what what Marvel is doing and DC is doing it as well. Uh, but Marvel is, I think, it's doing it more regular with these voices uh, uh, books. Is that they're doing these voices books about uh, marginalized communities, minority groups, that sort of thing. So we had a Pride one, we had a, a Asian American one, we had a uh, uh, communidades, which is the Latin, the Latine, Latinx, uh, Latin community one, you know, and so, but they're also getting the writers and the artists from those communities mm -hmm. to, to do those stories, which has been pretty great. Now, the only problem is that you need to put those artists and writers onto ongoing titles and not yeah, just exactly. keep them around in your drawer to take out during you know, take out your menorah during Hanukkah and you put it away, take out your, like, you know what I mean? Like, don't do that, you know? Well, Dimitri, Dimitri I, I think 
we talked about this or someone I was talking about with this. Yeah. Just a very, very simple. Yeah, exactly. Is it's great that they're they're doing this, and I, I don't want to downplay it at all because these stories are actually right. really good, and right. the, the creative teams that they get on these are amazing. Um, yeah. But like, it always seems like, look, we did it. We reached out. We did our quota. We did. You know, we we right. let some people talk and do the thing. Cool. Now we're gonna get back to our stuff. Like, that's what it seems. Yeah, like, that's a big complaint that I've been hearing yeah. a lot about with these. They don't, like what you said. They don't hand off then yeah, to give, these creative teams to these bigger stories. Yeah, yeah. Give that creative team an ongoing title of whatever they want, or like here, right. here are the ones yeah. we're slotted yeah. to do. Pick one and do it. You know, like right. That's and uh, I'm always I was I'm kind of like wary about the. I liked that all the stories in this were like fun and uplifting and positive because I feel like sometimes they get the direction of being like be be down and sour and like, you know, like, you know, or whatever, like one is fun and the rest are just kind of like, you know, I'm sure so like they, this they was have nice. A, I'm sure they have like a editorial decision. They're like, right. Do it, do what you want to do, but, but do it about the pride, do it about the, the optimism yeah. as opposed yeah. to, you know, do you could do it about social justice, but let's leave things optimistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're probably yeah. doing that. Right. As opposed mm-hmm. to a story in this being like, you know, like like white America will never accept us type thing, but rather, yeah. what can we do to make things better? You know. Yeah, there's a there's a really fun one with a uh, uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. There's like re- the art in that is great. Is really fun right. and. Uh, it's like she, her parents like signed her up for like horseback riding lessons and she ditches to just go, but she ends up like, cause they're like, oh, you'll meet friends. And she ditches and she goes and like rides a, with devil dinosaur and she meets like an interdimensional friend and helps the interdimensional friend get home. So it's like, that's cute. It's it's fun. Yeah. It's like, yeah. A, it was like a fun little story. Yeah. Uh, that's one Marvel's of getting, ones. Marvel's getting better with these. Um, because mm-hmm. I remember the, one of the first ones I remember, it was a, Oh, the women of Marvel. This is before they had the branding yeah. of Marvel's voices. They had a women of Marvel one that was not good. Uh, it was a women of Marvel yeah. ongoing or no, no mini series that they did. But then they also did one called something that I've always been vocal against. Uh, not not the concept, but uh, I thought some of the stories in there were like half baked. There was like, I, I forget which which one it was. And that's where I first read uh, Mariko Tamaki and read her work. And I did not like it. And I, you know, held a negative view in my head for so long about her writing up until I I, I love her Crush and Lobo miniseries. And, yeah. and um, you know, and, and, and everything else she's doing so far. Detective Comics right now is amazing. And so I don't know what Marvel was doing with that. But uh, it didn't work back then. But now it seems mm-hmm. to have gotten better. Yeah. You know? Um, but uh, I need to read this one. So I'll definitely read it. Uh, is it su- is it expensive? Because it's like 50, 50 pages. Is it more expensive than a regular issue? Does it have a spine? I, I, I don't know because I bought, I bought it digitally. Yeah, yeah they're like $7.99 or $8.99 issues. Something like that. So, okay. Okay. These are good ones, though, um, as we've talked about in the past, for, for teachers to have in their, in their um, totally. classes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else uh, do we have uh, uh, before we get going? Uh, I read Flash 779, 
which uh, which is a continuation. Uh, we have Wally West as the father, and we have Jay and Iris um, getting into trouble as well. It's been pretty cool if you like the black or uh, the the black family, the 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 Flash family. I saw Black His the Black History Month cover is what yeah. I was trying to also say. So there's a Black History Month variant cover uh, that DC Wallace. is doing that has Wallace Flash on it. And so um, that's been pretty cool. And the art for that has been uh, pretty good. Anyway, the Flash family, though, it's been showcasing them. And it also guest stars whatever Buddy Baker's daughter is. Anim- or she goes by Animal Girl now. And she's she's goes to the same school as Iris West. And she can channel animal powers like Animal Man can, um, which I thought, I was like, oh, I haven't seen these characters in so long. Yeah, that was really cool. Wait, did Buddy die? Them. Buddy? No, I don't think so. No, his son and his wife died? I can't remember. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure I haven't seen them for a while. some of Animal Man's family died. So uh, I haven't seen him since the Just League Dark crossover one, one time when he showed oh. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's the Animal Man 50, New 52 run. Yeah. That was actually yeah. really good. But that I was yeah, really that, Jeff Lemire. Yeah. Yeah, with that, and then they like kind of connected with Swamp Thing. I thought that was like so cool to do it that way. Yeah. I completely agree. That's one of my favorite parts of New 52 mm-hmm. is you have Jeff Lemire, you have Scott Snyder doing this crossover between the two and their exploration of different worlds, the, like the Rot World uh, storyline, mm-hmm. I think that was called. It was, yeah, yeah. thank you. That was particularly good. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It seemed one, it like it was. It seemed like it should go together, like the green, and then they just called the the red, and then they were like, yeah. "Oh yeah, like why not make this parts of the same yeah. universe thing?" Right. But that's why DC did the weirdest decision to make Beast Boy red. Beast Boy turned was red in the New Fifty Two because they were like, "Oh, because he channels the red and not the green." Yeah. But I hated that T- so much. They, they rebooted Teen Titans more during the New 52 than any other time. It's true. It's true. <laughs> right. Like it should be difficult series. to make that book good. I don't, that's what I never understand. It should be one, it always should be well, one they, of the top tier DC books, but it never is lately. And I don't, that well, boggles my mind. The first New 52 Teen Titans was very much like everyone was a, an extreme stereotype, and that did not last very long. They <laughs> very quickly were like, oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, Maybe we don't uh, do this. I mean, yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, New 52. I'm glad we are past that. And I can look forward to DC Comics again. Mm-hmm. Because I did not. At the New 52, I didn't. And I spent a lot of time in Marvel. So Marvel, Marvel has won the last 15 years. Like, they have set, like, think like, you know, things yeah. up like the dominoes up that like they're just going to dominate until dc figures things out that being said dc is getting better so i'm i'm thankful for that did anyone watch peacemaker last night yeah no but go for it i'm not gonna there, oh, I mean, there's yeah, a big spoiler thing there's a big stuff so oh, i liked okay. it i liked it i liked it I I really enjoyed Peacemaker, and I was like one of the few people that did not like the new Suicide Squad that much. I didn't like the new Suicide Squad either. To be honest, with I, you. Oh, it was I fine. It was fine. It was a Peacemaker because I liked him in it. Like he was one of the few characters I liked in the movie, oh. and I was like, oh, like I just thought he was more interesting than everyone. Really, 
I I didn't like Peacemaker in the Suicide Squad because he's such a he's such a dick, and I just didn't yeah I didn't uh, I didn't want to see a series of them. And then in this series, it's like oh okay okay, yeah. um, but uh, I like the Suicide Squad, so you know I'm not a fan of gratuitous violence, but for some reason it all worked out. And yeah, totally totally. I know yeah. I'm in the mass, vast, mass minority, but I, I guess it doesn't not here though. Uh, the three of us two didn't like it. So not here, but everywhere else, I wasn't, uh, you know, the minority yeah, when it comes same. to liking that movie. So I get it. Uh, I get Michael, it. are you, are, sorry. I just had this hilarious idea. <laughs> You're in the minority of people who didn't like the movie. So Marvel's is going to do a voices anthology on you guys. It was just, it's just, a, yeah. <laughs> you guys are minority. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be classic marvel too just stick that to dc too oh here's yeah. the two people that didn't like one of your most popular movies marvel voices oh. not fans of suicide Squad. yeah that's fair uh I but probably wouldn't read it. Out. it sounds like a boring boring <laughs> it would, it Sorry, would be no, no. <laughs> i uh no i yeah peacemaker worked out and i'm i'm glad that it's getting a season two yeah 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 and the yeah. final final episodes of Marvel shows rarely stick the landing, but this final episode of Peacemaker stuck the landing. I'm yeah. comparing Marvel to D- I'm not saying Peacemaker is Marvel, but that Marvel shows can't seem to stick the landing, but James Gunn sticks the landing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, and I also liked that it was a lot happened, but it was a very simple small story like you could basically follow what was going on there weren't that many like any turn was like within the story it didn't like branch off into something else yeah right there was no there's no filler episodes no there's no episode you can get rid of no and it's like if if any maybe the first one but even still that sets up most of it you know right so um but yeah, no, it was uh, it was very good. Uh, yeah. Oh, Iron Fist came out this week, right? The new Iron, Iron Fist. Fist? Uh, I did read it, and so uh, uh, Kyle, tell me about Iron Fist number one. So, so they they introduce a new Iron Fist, but it starts with Danny Rand, and he runs into this new Iron Fist, and he doesn't know who it is. And they made a big deal about it being like a mystery, so I kind of thought that we weren't going to find out who it was. <laughs> into like into you know a few a few issues in but right the new character it's is it lin lee i think is yeah the character's name yeah I which so. to me that i don't know is that an existing marvel person or not is that, that i know just brand no. new okay so i was i uh, part of it was like unless he I was like, unless should he appeared, i know this uh they mentioned white fox unless he appeared with white fox who's also another new character uh, okay. If he appeared with her in a previous issue of something, I don't know because I didn't read anything with White Fox in it yet. Um, yeah, I'm not. I don't know. So yeah, he, I, I like his costume. It's cool looking. Um, yeah. It's like reminiscent of Iron Fist, but with a new, with a new take. It looks cool, and uh, and he's like kind of like because he 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 does the Iron Fist thing, and the weird thing is like Danny Rand should be way more surprised than he is in the in the comic. He's just like oh. There's a person dressed as Iron Fist. <laughs> right. That's like, oh, that's weird. He's very cavalier about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then uh, he he does do the Iron Fist thing. And then, but it's like, he's not 
perfected it yet, which I think is like yeah. a cool way to go with it because he is like a he's younger. Um, yeah, yeah, it was fine. Um, I'd be interested to see where it's going. I've kind of always liked Iron Fist, so yeah. I I uh, my opinion. First thing, this 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 issue didn't really hook me. Uh, maybe other people it might hook a little bit better. Didn't really hook me. Uh, I have some problems with certain heroes being too similar. What mm-hmm. end up happening? Like, for example, Netflix's Daredevil, Netflix's Iron Fist, and Doctor Strange, the Doctor Strange movie, like, overlap in this weird mystical kung fu way. And they're all shared and, like, drawing from that same well when they don't have to. You, Because we didn't have a pure magical character in the MCU other than Doctor Strange. But, like, he's drawing from the like kung fu laser shield kind of yeah. well right and then iron fist and daredevil like daredevil has some ninja past so if you dive too deep into daredevil's ninja-ness then iron fist doesn't seem that special right but then now you have shang chi and now in the mcu is there a reason for iron fist and shang chi to exist I don't think so. I think Shang-Chi is where we're putting our money behind and MCU is pushing that forward. But because of that, we have Shang-Chi in the comics that's also getting a push, which is awesome. Great. So here's my thing. Iron Fist, if we need a new Asian character, it shouldn't have been another uh, martial arts character. That's my opinion. I think that we're going we're gonna to have, if this, uh, I, I believe, what, what's his name? Lin Lee? If Lin Lee is a martial arts character's Iron Fist, and then we have Shang-Chi, what's the point of having them both together? And I'm not saying don't bring in an Asian character. I'm saying let's get an Asian character that that has a different power set, just in the simplest of terms. Or another crazy idea, have a South Asian Iron Fist. Because, I mean, South Asians are a lot, there are a lot of South Asians in this world. They're not getting any characters. Totally. I, I think I, I, I definitely see what, what you're saying, Dimitri, and I'm not trying to argue against that. I just think that yeah, yeah. the mindset behind what Marvel is doing with this specific Iron Fist is that I think they were trying to correct a wrong in a little bit, like making a white character, you know, um, and, you know, pushing more on the, the focus of the, the meaning behind the Iron Fist. Right. And so yeah. um, I think that's for this particular character. I think that's what they were trying to do. Right. At least that's what, I, in my opinion, I think that's what they're trying yeah. to do. Right. Um, you know, because uh, I, I like, like, uh, Jimmy Woo is the super spy, right? Like, if we're, if we're, if we're, like, talking power sets, we're talking archetypes. Yeah. So, you know. The new agents of Atlas. Yeah. yeah. And so we need to boost up uh, Jimmy Woo. I just think, like, I don't know. I, I get that writing the wrong thing. Uh, that being said, easier fix in Netflix's show, uh, the, what, the way I saw it, is if you switched Sasha Dewan, who plays um, Colleen Wing, is that her name? No, 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 no. Oh no! Uh, Sorry. Uh, no, I never uh, watched Colleen Wing's show, amazing. So. Colleen Wing's yeah. amazing. Sasha Dewan is is British Indian, uh, or an okay. Indian British. He's um, but he plays the bad guy. What, who's the oh. antagonist? Um, oh, what is his name? Da, 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 Davo. Davos. Da, uh, I think sure. da- that show's so forgettable. For me. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely uh, like skipped like four episodes and didn't miss anything. Yeah, uh, Steel Serpent. He's the Steel Serpent, whatever his name is. 
um, in Iron Fist. He's like the brother of Danny Rand, spiritually, like Baron Kun Lun. Anyway, those two actors should have been switched. That I will stick to that. He should have that been Danny sense. Rand and had and had Kit, whatever his name is. Um, I wanted to say Kit Fisto. That's that's not, <laughs> it's not Kit. It's not nice. Kit Harrington. What is that guy's name? No, it's uh, uh, Finn Jones. Finn Jones. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, what's this guy's name? I swear, uh, Davos. Yeah, Davos. They should have had the actor for Davos and the actor for Danny Rand switch. And I think it would have solved a lot of problems. Also, he's just more badass. Sure. sure. You know, yeah, I have anyway, no issue with that. Finn, Finn yeah. Jones does not look tough to me. Yeah. Yeah. That show lacked a lot of things. I'm not saying it would have been easy fix, but I didn't mind some. him on Defenders. I didn't mind him on Defenders, but he seemed more yeah. like the comedic relief, anyways. So yeah. I was totally right. fine with that. Like him and uh, uh, um, Jessica Jones with her wit were like the comedic relief, and right. uh, I didn't mind him on that. But yes, I agree with you, Kyle. Like that, out of all of the Netflix shows, that one's the most forgettable for me as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I, I'll give this Iron, new Iron Fist a shot. I also think that we also have Power Man, which is uh, what's his name, the new Power Man. Um, yeah, he uses that chi. also had a very similar chi related power. Chi, sorry, chi. Yeah. Oh, yeah are, they, are they going to do a, a, a heroes for hire with these two new young I'm cool with Power that. Man and Iron Fist? Yeah, I'm cool with that. Um, um, and we'll see. We'll see if that comes into the MCU, you know? Sure. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on board with um, just some new stories in general. Like, I'm cool. Go for it. Yeah. See yeah. What happens. Yeah. Um, as we close up this episode, I don't know if you guys had any final thoughts on anything that you did or did not read. I meant to read Primordial number six. I did not get to, but to read it, but uh, Michael said it closes out. This is the end of the mm-hmm. story. Okay. Yeah. So what's kind of cool about indie comics is that like uh, anyone who doesn't want to like really commit to a big whole universe like Marvel and DC, you read an indie comic, six issues, you read it, the story's done, beginning, middle, and end. So, you know. It's really good. Yeah, indie comics are great. I think if you were kind of like over the whole superhero trope kind of thing, like you, there's literally any genre in the in the uh, indie comic communities that you could find, and there's some amazing stories. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to thank you guys uh, so much for coming on the show and taking time out of your guys' day and nights because Kyle's over there in New York. Well, in Gotham City, if it's I can. So, it's so dark. In Gotham. Yeah, I'm glad we have it's this, 2 p.m. Uh... in Gotham, actually. This is what 2 p.m. was. <laughs> it's all that wave uh, pollution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for, for taking time and, and joining us. Thank you to yeah. anybody out there who's watching and or listening. If you guys are watching on live streams, uh, we not only have our live stream, but we also save the episode. If you check out twitch.tv, our little video tab, you can check out past episodes of any of the shows that we have because we not only do comic talk, we do a bunch of other stuff. If you're watching live stream, you're watching us on volume.com, twitch.tv, YouTube, Facebook. Actually, I don't think we streamed to Facebook today. That didn't work out, but we're on the other three. <laughs> we're also on our podcast. Check out our podcast, including this show and other shows, previous episodes, upcoming episodes, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. And then uh, if you want to give back to the show, 
We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash The Keeg Show. Check us out there. There's different tiers you can subscribe to to donate back to the show. The money goes straight to the show. There's tiers as small as $5 a month. And that definitely helps because The Keeg, we got some big plans. In fact, I had a panic attack earlier just being like, ah, there's so much I want to do. So much I got to get done. There are so some you know you're on the right that, track. Um, we're not going public with yet, but like there's, there's some cool things. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes, but definitely the pay, uh, key support us on our Patreon, patreon.com slash the key show. And then also look up your nearest comic book shops at www.comicshoplocator.com. You can find the comic shop near nearest you and find one that works for you. Also keep in mind that each comic book shop is different. Sometimes, you know, they might be friendly and sometimes they might not be. And so just because one isn't friendly, there will be ones that fit your personalities because there's a lot of good ones out there, you know? Support the good ones, yeah. Yeah, support the good ones. Don't support the bad ones. We would never tell you to support any and all comic book shops, but the shops need you. And if they're friendly, if they're nice, then they deserve, uh, uh, they don't deserve you. What I'm trying to say is they, <laughs> you know, deserve support. I feel you. Whether it's yeah, you totally. or whether it's other people, you know, support the good ones. Other than all that, uh, before we get going, Michael, what is your social so, media? Where can we find you? What do you got coming up? Uh, I'm primarily on TikTok, Instagram uh, for the love of comics. Uh, weekly comic uh, announcements of what's coming out each week. So if you want to know, keep informed on what's coming out each week, uh, Marvel, DC, and all the indies. Uh, same with graphic novels and stuff like that. I do that every week. Plus funny videos and uh, announcements and news and stuff for anything comic related. Um, nothing crazy coming up. Um, I do a lot of uh, Meet Your Nerd Talk Mutual live events. I'll be having, I have a couple of those planned coming up, uh, but nothing uh, concrete. So keep a watch. All right. All right. Um, thank you so much, Michael, for coming on the show. Thank uh, you. You're so always awesome. You. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, where can we find you? What's your social media? Uh, you got any plugs? I am. Uh, my social media is at Kyle Dotson Funny. Um, nothing, not a whole lot coming up. Um, oh, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, all that. Uh, yeah, not a whole lot coming up. I am semi-regular on a podcast called Rock Solid. It's like a comedy music podcast. Um, I think we just did an Iron Maiden episode like last month, so you can check that out. Um, yeah, that's about it. Awesome. Thank you, Kyle, for coming on the show. I know that like, you know, New York is three hours ahead, but, uh, uh, thank you for, for coming here on. Yeah, anytime. Yeah, for sure. Um, you guys are awesome. I love having you guys on. We have like a lot of great guests that we cycle in and out, but luckily it's a small amount that I can get everybody on and feel like, still feel like everybody is great. And it's, you know, it's awesome. If I had a hundred of a hundred rotating guests, like maybe I wouldn't feel that same way. I would have to pick and choose who are my favorites, but like you guys are my favorites, you know, you bring on some amazing people, man. That's not even yeah. me just saying that, like the, the, the quality of the content you bring on and the creators that you have and their thoughts and views and knowledge is just, is just phenomenal. It really is. I, I, uh, thank you for that, first of all. And then also, not only do we do Comic Talk, we do so many other shows. And, you know, I get a bunch of different people for other shows. Comic Talk is the only show that I have that I have, like, a set group of people that we're rotating and, like, mixing and matching. And, like, I think we're, like, closer and tighter because of it. And it's kind of nice, you know? I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone who's watching Comic Talk, uh, you know, week after week, 
kind of gets a better sense of us because they know like, you know, we got Kyle, we got Michael, we got uh, Brian and Ambrosia, we got Gil and Trevor, we got uh, Manny and uh, uh, Manny and Danny and uh, uh, Alberto Justin, and Justin. Uh, 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 we got Justin, you know, we had Ben, uh, Ben Schubert. Uh, and when he comes back, cause he's in school, that's what happens when you, you know, when you get those kids, you know? <laughs> when you got those kids, they got to leave for school and then they, you know, they can't it's come true. on the show. But when, when Shuby Dubert's back from school, I'll have him back on the show. So I'm really, I'm really happy that I have you guys. So thank you guys so much for, thank for you. being a part of this. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, follow us our, on our podcast, follow us our li- on our live stream stuff, follow us on social media, on Instagram and TikTok. That's probably the easiest ways to uh, stay up to date with us here at The Keeg Show. So at The Keeg Show on Instagram, uh, tw- uh, Twitter, and on TikTok. So definitely follow us there. Uh, thank you, everybody, for being a part of this grand experiment we call The Keeg of uh, five or six years <laughs> long experiment. Uh, this has been a, uh, once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. This has been another episode of Comic Talk. Take care. See you next week. Peace. Peace.